0: Hideout, the podcast in which two lifelong comic book fans discuss a different, lesser known, maybe sometimes obscure comic book in each episode.
1: All right. Thanks for joining us on the Hardcover Hideout. This is episode 14. I'm Jared. I'm Chris. I'm Tosha. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the graphic novel Barbaric. It was published by Vault Comics. Uh, but before we get into that, we're going to do our, of course, our uh, weekly catch up to find out what's been going on. But um, even before that, uh, let's just uh, get it out of the way. We know we're going to talk about it. We all saw it. Let's talk about Ant Man and the Wasp. Yay!
2: Hey, man, and the was. Quantumania, right? Quantumania. Yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania, right?
1: Quantum Mania. Yeah. We all saw it. We know we're going to talk about it. Might as well get it out of the way up front. Yeah. So, what do you think? Chris. Okay, well, I didn't think it
2: was bad as all the, the hype and review about it has been. Um, now, again, spoilers because I'm we might ruin some stuff that hasn't been known, sure. but for the most part I think everything we're going to talk about you've seen in trailers or talked about now. And if you haven't seen it by now, it's what, three weeks out? Yeah. yeah so, yeah, and it, basically everything we talk about you're probably going to know. Uh, for the most part, I liked it. I It was good. I mean, it was what I expected from an Ant Man movie. It still had the uh, comedy of Scott Lang, mm-hmm. and you know, but the big thing that drove me nuts about this movie was what they did to Modok. The CGI on it just looked horrible.
1: It was just off. It was yeah, just something it was just that was off. just weird about it. Yeah, like Modok looked awesome when he was had his uh, the mask down. And then when they had the the guys stretch his face out and it just looked weird. Well, I mean, like, you couldn't even tell it like, was the
2: actor. I mean, we right. did, and because he's got the same voice,
1: right, the same voice. But there's just sometimes it, it's like that doesn't even look like him. It's it just kind of every time I saw his when he is at the the face of the actor, it just kind of threw me off. It just like took me out. It just that's the only thing I could focus on is like it looked just weird,
2: right? Yeah, the uh, Hulu. Pat Oswald's Modoc mm-hmm. is such a better Modoc version, yeah, I mean, even though it's like a funny comedy cartoonish, it is still a highly more accurate version of Modoc than what this was right and I the fact that they just tried to sneak in the yellow jacket back in with uh Modoc being Derek uh this it, it really didn't do it for me it was this it felt like a horrible fan service like they were just trying to somehow get Derek back in there and the way to do it was to make him
1: modok yeah it was ridiculous it, it was kind of weird just kind of we to get him back in there
2: and then it was and i agree with a lot of people who complained about it but it didn't bother me that it was almost like a Star
1: Wars ripoff. Yeah, there, were certain, there was certain lot yeah. of stuff yeah. in there that you were, like, especially the when they were in the bar. It was, it yeah, was like, it, I got it was the cantina. The, can, the cantina <laughs> feel the whole. I was like, this, yeah. automatically. I was like, this looks just like reminding me of Star Wars. So,
2: and then the like, perfect cameo by Bill Murray. Yeah, it felt okay. almost like a Jabba character.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I was. I I, I think you said you knew that he was going to be in it. I had no idea, so that was a good surprise uh, for me to see.
2: Yeah, I knew he was going to be in it. I didn't know what he was playing. They were keeping that secret. Uh, But he wasn't really playing anything.
1: (laughs) Huge. Right. He just had a small part in it. Uh, How about you, Tasha?
0: I liked the movie. Um, I agree with you guys. It did. Okay, not that you mentioned it. It did kind of seem like Star Wars. Uh, (laughs) Um... And then also, I, I kind of thought the guy was creepy,
3: Modok.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. in comics, he's kind of creepy. But in the comics, he's basically a murderous machine, which is what Modok right. for. Right. But he didn't have like the little comic relief. And yeah, I mean, even though they did it for the, the Patton Oswald version, mm-hmm. it's Patton Oswald, So you got right. uh, comedy. It fit in that one. This one just seemed forced. Like they were just trying to make Derek the comic relief, uh, and then the last part that we'll talk about, or that I'll talk about, is I forget the actor's name who plays King. He is far superior acting wise. Yeah. Than... Jonathan,
1: John, uh, Jonathan Majors. That's is it, Jonathan Majors. Yeah. yeah, I thought he he just out acted everybody in that. Yeah, it, you know, it's like he's bringing like this a train type of like you know acting to this comedy which it works in, in this movie but you can tell he's just like on another level oh
2: wait yeah. and and it's funny because we have uh kurt douglas no sorry michael douglas his son michelle pfeiffer so we have some good powerhouse actors yeah and i still felt he was way more superior than the two of them now it could be the fact you know michael douglas is like i'm in a marvel movie Yeah, Oscar for this. Probably same with Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm in a Marvel movie. I'm not gonna win an Academy Award for this performance, but so they they were still good, but they were like doing their A game. So where I felt this guy, he was giving his A game.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and hopefully he carries that out through the whole the whole, soul soul thing whole and doesn't get kind of like, you know, that burnt out, <laughs> out or right. just like has that attitude of like, yo know, people are going to watch this anyways. So, and, you know, I don't right. need to, you, need to but yeah, you can tell he like, he really uh, got into the character and he really took it that to another level. I thought um, it was good. It wasn't great. Uh, I really, I liked the, the quantum realm a lot. Uh, the creatures were you know in the different yeah. uh, uh animals they had like every i liked that everything was um biological like, even Yes. the the buildings the the ships everything was like a living a, a, living, a living creature yeah creature i really like that so and, I, that, that was that was probably one of my favorite parts is just all the different kind of different creatures and i did and like animals how they, had. they
2: i mean they probably did it because they wanted to actors but how they made uh a lot of the characters humanoid yeah. Uh, that it was, you know, you were sitting like Bill Murray's character or the warrior female, like, yeah, why, why are I like, they humanoid,
1: right? Oh. I, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, even like the 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 robot with, the cannon oh, with the a cannon for a head, yeah, like that, you know, he's still somewhat biological, yeah, biological. But yeah. the guy who
2: could read minds from mm-hmm. uh, the good place. Uh, <laughs> oh, is
1: that where you're from? Yeah, yeah,
2: uh, right, and then. Another thing I did miss in it, it's not that this was really affected how I saw the movie, but I missed the minor characters from the first two, like the security guys, uh, Luis, yeah. especially
1: Luis. Luis,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, I missed him in this one. Uh, and then the daughter, the ex-wife and her husband. And yep. I just kind of miss I mean, I wish they would have just had little cameos of them. Something, I mean, yeah. I mean, we got a little cameo of the FBI agent, which, which mm-hmm. was funny, but... Right. I mean, we had that whole montage. We could have like seen her coming to the jail as well to pick yeah. it up.
1: I'm wondering if as as deleted scenes come out that they will see we'll that find they, we'll find out if they did we had that, but they cut it out.
2: Because first. you know the the Russian the Russian guy from the security team. Uh he also played Polka Dot Man in Right, DC. Yeah. He's the voice of the Amoeba, the one with the holes. Oh he's oh, okay. the voice. Of, so I mean he was still in it. Kind of sort of. Yeah. Right. So, but the actor was, he was, yeah, anyway. the actor's voice, not the kid, the other character he plays. So yeah, overall I liked it. I don't think it was as bad as all the reviews. I, as we were saying, when we discussed it the first time, the the phases are having very few good movies. Uh, I know again, everyone's trying to expect every Marvel movie being an end game. Yeah. Uh, but it's not going to happen in every movie, and but right. I do think their shows and movies are kind of lacking. Don't have the oomph that they had when they would introduce Thor, or Iron Man movies, or um, so. I, I'm right. moving, I'm like, still, I still feel the the best one they've had so far post Endgame was Shang Chi. Yeah, and ironically, Shang Chi hasn't been in anything since Shang Chi.
1: Right. I don't know why they haven't brought him back for any anything, anything at all. Really, yeah. I don't know what their plan is if with that character if they're gonna like, have any right
2: cameos. Now, they're in post production for Shang Chi two. Okay, so he's now you know working. I mean, he doesn't have to work out much because he's already a martial artist. So oh yeah, uh, sure. But they're doing post on that movie. But I mean, we've had tons of TV shows so far. We've had uh tons of movies and not once has he like just shown up as a cameo.
1: How's the I mean, does that movie do well and like as far as box yeah. office? And, yeah. I mean yeah. it's it says it's received well as a Marvel movie, right? Yeah. I mean, people yeah. are it's not like people nobody nobody cares about him, so we're no. not gonna have him and it's just they just have it.
3: They
2: just
1: haven't. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they, they will. I mean, we have Shang-Chi too, so you would think you would have some type of Post credit scene, or right. one of the one of the shows coming up where they got to have tease something for the new movie, right? Right, you would think. Um,
2: and then uh, the credit scenes,
1: right. so
2: and then the the two credit scenes they had the Council of Kings, what they call it, mm-hmm. uh, the
1: Council of Kings. Council you know? of
2: Kings. So did anyone else get Rick and Morty vibes? No, the Citadel of
1: Ricks. Oh yeah, the yeah. Citadel of Ricks.
2: I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so that's what I saw when I saw the Council of Kings. I'm like, oh, it's the Citadel of Ricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: great. I'm not going to be able to unsee it. That, that's a good, uh, good uh, comparison, though, for sure. Now that I think about it, yeah, absolutely. Uh,
2: and then, of course, the very final credit scene. They give us a little sneak peek. For Loki season two, which comes out this summer, I think it's mm-hmm. you know, before the summer, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, April, May, something yeah. like that. Yeah, coming up soon.
2: Coming up soon. Um, and then we have a bunch of Marvel movies coming out. That's the end of some. So, we got Guardians the Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy Volume
1: Three. Yeah, I yep.
0: have my suspicions on which, that. But
1: yeah, means. this looks good, and this might be the. Yeah. I think the I don't final. know if they you're gonna see. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna see. But you definitely probably won't see the whole team going forward.
2: So, I feel we're going to lose a
1: character in, in this move, coming up movie. In Guardian Galaxy
0: 3. You know, we lose a character every Guardians in the Galaxy movie, right? Well, we, we
1: have?
0: Yeah. One the first one. Yeah, we technically lost Groot. Then he came back to life and then he was rebornish. Um, I mean, within
1: and then, like five minutes, he was like, yeah. well, Yondu. gone. And, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: That's and the, then
0: Yondu died in the Yondu second one. Yondu.
2: So, I think the third one, what do we?
0: I think Rocket's gonna die.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say some of the predictions.
1: Oh, yeah, because Bradley yeah, Cooper said he's done doing yeah. that. His yeah,
2: Rocket, uh, Vince sure. Va- Vince, vince
1: I said Vince Vaughn,
2: uh, Vin, Diesel. Vin Diesel,
1: yeah, he'll do it until the end of time. Good yeah, it's course. such he literally just has to say one thing over and over, over again. It's all about
2: family. Um, good. Yeah, I do love the fact that you know, the back with the behind the scenes. He records every "I am Groot" to give it a uh, oh the the actual wording it needs. The feed. yeah, yeah, the and he gotcha. does it. He does it in every language. And oh, really? Yep. Anytime wow. you hear "I am Groot" in all the languages, it's Vin Diesel.
1: Oh wow, I didn't
2: know that. Uh, but I think they're all done, right? I think. I mean, for pretty much, yeah. I think Star Lord, uh, Chris Pratt. I think he's done his contracts up. Right. Uh, Bradley Cooper. Although I don't understand why Bradley Cooper's like, I don't want to do rock anymore. You just sit in a studio. Yeah, he's got the easy part, just doing the voice. Yeah. You just sit in the studio, and then bang. ching So, but I think the minor ones could still come back. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I mean, I bet Gamora's done too. Uh, she's like the franchise queen. hmm yeah, like Avatar guardians there's one more right
1: star trek star trek that's right Yeah, uh
2: but i could see uh gilliam coming back mm-hmm. uh, nebula i could see a uh, mantis coming back i think drax is done he's already said
1: yeah dave bautista i think he's <laughs> he's, bautista, he's he's honest? done with it yeah
2: <laughs> yeah i think dave bautista said he's good to go um so i think the minor ones could because remember, even in the comics, the Guardians changed all the time. Because now we we're going to meet Adam, yeah. And so Adam, Adam Warlock, Adam, Adam Warlock, Adam Nebula, and Mantis could go on, and then we can just introduce some other ones mm-hmm. and keep Guardians going. But I don't know if they'll keep the movies going. They'll yeah, show up in other in other, in other projects and uh, the other movies. Because yeah, I think our game. next big ensemble is going to be the Thumb, Thunderbolts.
3: mm Hmm.
1: Seems like it.
2: Well, good. That was a nice little Marvel talk.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't, you know, like we said yeah. before. We, you know, this is a podcast isn't to review everything, yeah. but I knew we were going to talk about it anyway. So yeah, might as well we just might as well to get just get it out of the way. Just get it out of the way at the beginning, and then we can yeah. keep going. So, all right. So, Tasha, what? Uh, how's your week been? Anything interesting you want to talk about? Whether what you've been doing, what you watched? what you read, anything like that
0: uh i finished a book finally a book (laughs) one that wasn't for the podcast um is
2: this the one for school
0: yeah i finally finished it yeah i finally finished it um so i gotta watch that movie this week um what's the book the boy who harnessed the wind
2: and there's a movie yeah okay (laughs)
1: Oh yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Like
2: Mr. My. T. Yeah,
3: yeah. I put it a who yeah.
2: read this book. She seems to be a, my daughter's taking the art of conversation.
3: Oh, did you enjoy <laughs> the
2: class? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Uh right. watch what have you been watching?
0: Uh I've been continuing finish and firm. Uh I've been watching Bluey which is a child's TV show? It's meant for two-year-olds. For you guys, Phineas and Ferb uh, is
1: not a child's TV show, not at all.
0: No, it it is. I love but no, Louis it. But it's eight minutes long because it's okay. meant for babies.
1: For babies. Oh, okay. What, it's on
0: here. It? It's on. It's on. Uh, Disney Junior.
1: I've heard
2: a lot of people watching the like teenagers watching the show. Is it like something good to watch when you're high? <laughs> what, what, what show are we talking about? It's called Bowie. I never yeah, heard of it's it. A, it's it's on Nick, it's on Disney Jr. It's for like little little kids. Oh, Each well. episode is like eight minutes long and they will probably teach them some sort of moral
1: yeah. lesson. Yeah, in every episode. Sure.
0: It's an Australian kids show.
1: <laughs> Sweet. All right. Yeah. I'm glad to know my daughter's
2: not wasting her time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, just right? why in two of those episodes you could have read this book yeah, instead of no you know. Anyways,
0: uh, <laughs> I read the book. Be happy. Uh,
2: <laughs> what else are you watching? I don't know.
0: I just I watched some ghost. I've watched what I've watched with my family. I've been busy all week, so.
2: She does a lot of tech at school now. So she does choir concerts, Um, dance concerts.
0: Yeah, and I had uh, had a doctor's appointment too. Oh,
2: yeah, that's right. You had your MRI.
0: Yeah, I got an MRI. Nice. It was scary. Yeah. Never (laughs) had one. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I've
1: never had
2: one. (laughs) We need to find out if her, her bad ear is something that's going to be forever permanent. Oh, okay. Got it. Anything else? No, all right, Chris. Okay. How well, are I you? actually did a a little bit of reading this week. I actually finished. yes, that's right. I finished Snyder's run of Justice League.
1: It's a miracle.
2: I know only took Ooh. me only took me half a year. Uh now I've started uh, heavy metal, or death metal. Death yeah. metal. I already read heavy metal. um started death metal. So, I actually had started there, prior. You mean just
1: metal? There's no heavy metal. It's metal. Oh, it's metal. No. Oh, it was, okay. So, metal, dark either. dark. Dark Knight's metal. And then this, the follow up is death metal.
2: And it's Dark Knight, too, right? Dark Knight. Dark Knights with an N, death not a K. Night. Yeah. Knights. Knights. Yeah. Death yeah. metal. Yep. And then so, I started death metal. I actually started death metal prior, but you told me to stop and read Snyder's Justice League to lead yeah. up to with Mother. Mother. <laughs> yeah um uh, and so i went back to death metal and i also read after we talked about it last episode uh supergirl the woman of tomorrow which was yeah, really yeah. good
1: that's so what i've heard nothing but good things about yeah. that really so I, it's
2: not your typical
1: like superhero superman type book right yeah i've heard i've heard a lot of good things about it so i'm definitely going to yeah sneak that into my reading yeah uh, at some really point good. here yeah
2: it does not like I, it's like I said. It doesn't take place on Earth at all, <laughs> right? Earth is not there. It's a whole bunch of different planets. Basically, she's bounty hunting is what she's doing, right? Uh, in the whole book, and you know she starts out with uh you know I'm a good person. I don't kill people, but then he does something, so now she's mad, and is hunting him down. uh so that's really good. I highly recommend that because you only not only are you searching for this guy. You also get little tiny stories along the way for each planet. Okay. Which is really good. Nice. Uh, Watching, uh, like she said, we watched a few episodes of Ghosts. The other one, again, I highly recommend Poker Face. We are caught up on that, and it's just an amazing show.
0: Let me guess. You forgot a show.
2: Nope, I'm not done.
0: I have a whole list of watched. Oh, okay. Cause I forgot one. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, I think we, you're gonna say it though.
2: Maybe we'll we'll find out. Maybe yeah. not. <laughs>
0: maybe uh, you forgot it too. I
2: may have forgotten as well. The uh, Legend of Vox Moxia, some Legend of Vox Machina? We're still catching up on. Uh, did some little nostalgia while it's working and put on the original Quantum Leap. Still holds okay. up. Okay doesn't okay and then south park caught up on south park which is still, go, years. still going years, and it's still great i mean it is just still amazing and then the movies i watched megan and
0: yeah you did i did
2: i watched megan with the, the ai doll or whatever yeah. it is yeah
0: yeah I mean, or me three again for that
2: yeah me m3
0: again
2: m3 again no offense that doll is freaking creepy very beginning even when it was still just a normal doll learning ai there's no way any kid would look at that and go oh thing was creepy i saw i've seen a I picture of scream. it yeah <laughs> yeah that thing would give me nightmares the first time i saw it the minute it went like hi chris i'd be like ah yeah, that thing was god awful.
0: You did forget the show. I did. It's called The Last of Us. We started watching episode two. Oh yeah,
2: we started. continuing watching it. <laughs> Do you start it yet?
1: Not yet. Yeah. I know it's like it's like seven or eight episodes in now. So yeah. I'll probably start well, yeah. watching it. Huh? Each episode's like an hour long. Yeah, and it's HBO, right? So it's like a yeah. real it's like a real hour long. Real an hour. Not yeah. not There's like, no commercials. Yeah, right. And so but yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a hour long and some of us have stuff to do, so it's hard to watch it all.
1: A <laughs> good thing it's on a streaming device, you can watch it whenever you want.
0: <laughs> I can't actually, because uh, I would get yelled at.
1: <laughs> I mean she why? Because
0: <laughs> um, spoil stuff. It.
1: Oh. You're like that. You're but playing, I don't. I'm um, not my father. You take after your dad in that way.
0: No, because I watch I've watched Whoa. No, cause I watched a Thor: Love and Thunder before them. I didn't spoil anything. I've watched many shows without them and didn't tell them.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's good.
0: Yeah, so I don't spoil like my father.
2: <laughs> uh that's about it. News-wise, I really didn't find anything exciting going on in the world, or the nerd world. So, Jared, what about you?
1: So, rating-wise, uh, still. Reading uh going through my teenage mutant ninja turtles readathon. I'm up to volume five now. So we're into the turtles and uh turtles in time series where they're traveling around in different eras. Uh it's pretty fun. Um, so I've just mainly reading that except for what we've been reading for the show. Um, but speaking of turtles, I don't know if you heard that Seth Rogan is coming out with an animated T M N T movie coming up later this year. It's being released. It's being released in October. I'm sorry, August. And it'll be animated. So they released the cast. The um the turtles are all being played by um child actors, I don't know, or teenage actors. I don't they don't really sound familiar, but some of the other um you might know. Um but
2: you don't have it, that's why you're saying that, right? What? The cast. No, I have it right here of the teenage cast yeah n- them nicholas,
1: them. Nicholas, nicholas Cantu is leo micah abby is donnie shannon brown jr is mikey and Bra- brady noon is raphael i've never i don't know them um but there's also a pretty good I don't know
0: actor names. pretty good
1: casts of um for the other supporting characters we got uh supporting actors we have jackie chan is splinter seth rogan is bebop john cena is rocksteady Wow! And then some of the other we have Ice Cube, Paul Rudd, Post Malone, Giancarlo Esposito, Rose Byrne, Hannibal Burris, and Maya Rudolph are all going to be uh, voices in the in the movie. Cool.
2: So that's coming out in August.
1: August, yes, yeah. And it's it, a movie. It's a movie. T.M.N.T. Mutant Mayhem is the title of it. So, yeah. Okay. It's coming. I thought it the, was going to be a TV series. It's, but no. no, it's a movie. It's coming to to the theaters. Uh, and then whoever will yeah, be on streaming somewhere. Eventually I'm sure I like, uh,
2: things don't come to theaters much anymore.
1: Right. So I don't know if someone else will pick it up, but Viacom is who owns the rights to TMNT. So I don't know where they would distribute it other than theaters, but anyways, that that's basically just wanted to bring that up for any of you turtle fans out there. Um, other than that, uh, still watching Vox Machina as, as you said, so getting through the first season. I finished the first season of Penny dreadful. That's I'm really enjoying that. You got, you got Dorian gray, you got a bunch of different, uh, there's werewolves and there's vampires and a lot of those kind of cryptid animals, cryptid creatures that I like. Uh, so that's it. not too much, um, been busy as well. So not a whole lot of nothing new. I've been, I started, I will start the last of us probably uh, this week or Soon I was waiting for a few episodes to build up so I could watch them. Um, and now we're on like it's already like seven or eight. Yeah, seven or eight. So like wow, that yeah. happened fast. Maybe
2: each episode's like an hour
1: long. Yeah, so that's like so a... I should get on that before like before I know it, it's season two, and then I gotta watch and catch up with all that too. So
2: catch up like 20 hours of yeah, show. No, like, <laughs> so
1: I should start up on that soon. But yeah, so that's about it. Not not too much new. So if you guys are, are ready, we can get into this book. All right. We picked. Getting the Barbaric. Yeah. Barbaric. So we uh, read Barbaric Volume One, Murderable Offenses. This book originally came out in three single issues in 2001 and it's published by Vault Comics. Uh, it's written by Marco, Michael Morrissey. Is that what I think you say?
2: I think that's how you say it too. But now all I could hear is Morrissey every time I say yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like,
1: yeah. So More, Michael Morrissey, is obviously a comic author, screenwriter, novelist. Uh, he's worked on things. His own work is uh, The Plot, Curse, and Wasted Space.
2: He's he, also written for Hackslash.
1: Yeah, Star Wars, Stranger, yeah, things, Stranger things, and some uh, DC work. Uh, so then we have Nathan Gooden on art. He's also the co-founder of Vault Comics. And then we Addison Duke is the colorist and Jim Campbell on letters So that rounds out our creative crew there. So let's get into a little bit about the book. So we meet uh, right away, Owen the Barbarian and his axe. And uh, so the tagline is uh, that Owen the Barbarian has an axe and he's going to do good with it if he has to kill someone. So
3: that's kind of, <laughs> uh,
1: so that's kind of the uh, tagline of the book there. So uh, we do have our three main characters. We have Owen, of course, barbarian. We have his axe, who he's the named, comic relief. The comic relief, who he's <laughs> named Axe, nice. uh, and he's a bloodthirsty axe. Um, literally, he he drinks the blood as he's yeah, and as he gets he's drunk. killing people, and he gets drunk <laughs> on the on the blood, and then he and he's uh, he he's hiccuping during it like he's he's getting drunk and he's um so we'll get into that a little bit more and then we have the, the Soren who is uh an, our other main character in this. Um so we first meet uh Owen at a coliseum where he's being forced to fight uh, by what a religious uh Zealots. religious zealot who tells him uh to kill those who ha- who have sinned and here we learn owen uh, is bound by some sort of magic and only kill those who have done wrong uh he has to consult his axe who is uh basically his moral compass who tells him who he can and can't kill only will at first we see that only owen can hear uh and and speak to the axe at that point so that's the kind of the opening of it how we how we get started and then it kind of goes goes off from there and it's a nice little it's a great uh, adventure and uh, humorous tale so, it is
2: a great adventure yeah i i, I, I literally went in this book going this looks dumb but it is an amazing book i enjoyed it from begin to end uh the writing is just amazing you can tell he's a novelist yeah i mean, I mean the story in this is like It's not another normal Hey, Conan the Barbarian book where he's out to help people and do good. Owen does not want to do good. Owen does not want to have this curse. He
3: would would rather
2: just do his original life, which was uh, drinking, (laughs) fucking, and killing. Yeah, (laughs) literally, he says, he's like, before this, is that? Uh, So then... The the difference between this and, like, a normal Conan book, Conan the Barbarian book, is within the first six pages, you get an idea of what this book yeah. is going to be about. I mean, you have oops right off the bat. Yeah. You have cussing right off the bat. I mean, the axe basically says, "Give that sweet fucking nectar of life." Yeah, which is not about the blood. Yeah, because yeah, he loves up. he loves blood. Yep. And then the graphic violence when he like does finally, you know, decide the axe decides that out of the three people the zealot wants him to kill, yeah, only two deserve it, which they do. Right. And yeah. You have you have one guy who had little children being drug dealers. The other guy was murdered some woman, thinking it was his wife because he was drunk and went to the wrong went house. to the wrong house, yeah, yeah, and then the guy who was stealing for feed his family, and that's the one they act said uh, no, he doesn't deserve to die, but I did love the fact that that like the three of us, three on one, you can't do it. He's like thief. Unless you attack me, I'm not going to kill you. So you yeah. leave. He's like, he's like, yep. All yep, right, I'm out of here. See ya.
1: That
2: was it. Uh, so, and then of course, the religious zealot. Yeah. Who? Right. I mean, right off the bat, this was that was like a whole political thing right there because you know the zealot says that the guy who stole has to die because he stole from the rich. The rich. Yeah, and he can't do trickle down. <laughs> yeah. If the poor is stealing from the rich. And then of course he said, well, if trickle down actually worked, he you wouldn't, you need wouldn't, poor you wouldn't have to, to steal the rich. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that, that was a big old uh society. Right. So after and then he ends up from the act tells him, you know what else is uh immoral? Uh so forcing someone to, to fight against their will. And then he, that's when he, at first, like third, second or third page, he literally cuts the religious zealot in half. So you kind of get it right. right diagonally, the guys yeah. just standing there after the slice. Yeah. And all of a sudden you just see, and he slides off. Uh, so then we do end up seeing a flashback to figure out, uh, if we find out how he, he got into this situation um Tasha, do you do you want to talk about that a little bit
0: his flashback yeah oh yeah he was on a boat he killed a lizard king uh he was brought to three witches uh the three witches said he can either die or he can take the curse they showed him what hell looks like to show him where he would be and then he took the curse and got a wonderful axe
1: yeah but- which we, we we haven't learned too much about the axe and how exactly like how did he get it? What because they at one point the axe says before I was an axe and then he cuts, cuts him off, off. right? Like, cuts so him off. Maybe in the, in there the like, axe
2: could be a curse as well.
1: Sure, yeah. And there's going to be you know per, there's more ongoing uh, material after volume one, so hopefully we'll find out more about the backstory of the axe. And I, I did love the Owen. When
2: the witches, you know, show him hell and all the people he's killed are waiting mm-hmm. for him,
1: and then they're like, "Now choose, what will it be?" <laughs> and
2: he's like, "Can I see hell again?" Can I
3: see yeah,
1: because yeah. <laughs> he's because like you said, he's not. He doesn't want to right. do good. He doesn't want to. Right. He just wants to be a barbarian and just drink and and fuck and do all that well, other right. stuff and kill people for no reason. I mean, whoever he feels, whoever he wants. You can be tell
2: because right. his opening quote before as during the flashback is. I wanted not for royalty, not gold, not even for song, sung in my name, particularly since there's few words that drive fear into the heart of our enemies that rhyme with Owen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He just wanted to keep his normal life of, you know, the drinking, loving and killing. Yep. So then he uh, gets cursed. He accepts the curse and now he must wander the world for life, uh, helping those
1: in need and punishing the immoral. Right, anybody who asks for help, he's, he has to help them. <laughs> That's uh, what we get. And then, yeah, and then we... He has the to go, scene consult his axe, yeah, the pub it's scene. The pub. Yep. And he
2: hears uh, our next character screaming, and they're going to burn her at the stake. And <laughs> he goes, do I have to go help her? And the axe is like all sarcastic and going, no, I'm sure this era's zealots are going to do the right thing.
3: Yeah.
1: Yes, yes, of course <laughs> Right. And that's where we meet our third character, uh, character. Soren, who is she is, they're going to burn her for being a witch. And she's saying, I'm not a witch. I'm not a witch. But we find out she's a witch. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, wait a minute. You are
2: a witch. So what? I'm obviously not a bad witch. If I were one, I'd have killed the fuck faces who were trying to burn me alive. <laughs> yeah. I, I did like the art at that scene. Uh, when she was trying to basically warn them, when they clone like do a close up on her yeah, face, yeah. she's got like a like a skull overlay, and I thought maybe it was just like something about her. But in other scenes, she doesn't have it. It just seems when she well, uses just,
1: power, we, yeah, when she uses yeah, her magic her necro- or whatever, she's a yeah, necromancer. She's a necromancer, yeah. So, and that's where you see the in the pub, and she has people come up uh, from the ground, the dead um so yeah anytime that she's controlling them you see that skull yeah
2: that was funny too he really likes the pub because the next scene is when she points out the castle yeah and she's like i need your help and the axe is like well there you go (laughs) yeah we're helping her and it's like well you know the first thing we need to do and then it cuts to the next issue (laughs) and he's drinking beer in the pub in the pub (laughs) Uh But a lot of the pub scenes is where you find out that no one can hear the axe except him.
3: Yeah, because
2: when the, as Tasha said, the Lizard King, when that other barbarian is in there cl- taking claim for killing the Lizard King, yeah, he's in there talking to his axe, and the barmaid is like, uh, axe says, I'm that... sure. I take it you're done
1: drinking." Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then his axe also says that story sounds very familiar. Yep. That's yeah, that's when we
3: learned that he right.
1: did it. Yeah, he did it. That someone else is taking. Is taking credit for his stories which were in the in the past he would probably just go up and, and kill them but you know technically he can't and that's so you said it and he's asking his axe can we are we yeah can't, right. can we he's, kill like, him? he's like what about braggarts you know people that are bragging, <laughs> bragging. Like, and people he's like i don't i don't think that counts nope
2: <laughs> he's like no you no.
1: so he can't he can't do anything he just has to sit there and listen to the guy take credit for his story <laughs> So, and then we meet, find out that Soren, since she is a witch uh, and a necromancer, she is able to to hear the axe as well.
3: Yeah, and, she's the only and he was so excited. Yeah. excited. The
1: axe was, <laughs> yeah, the axe was like, she's like, oh, someone else, I finally someone else to talk to. So he was happy about that. Um, then the axe in this is really, he's just his own, his own character, pretty much the comic relief. Um,
2: yeah, he is the major comic relief. Uh, most of the funny lines come from axe. Then that's where we learn a little bit of Soren's background, uh, how she went with the priests, or the not priests, the monks to help her control her power, uh, and then uh, as she she starts doing the voice. So what I love that it begins with she starts using her magic, and he's like, hey, hey, "Hey, can we just use our imagination and not your little black magic to tell this story?" <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But then he she starts. The voiceover comes in, and we start learning her uh, story with the monks, and she went there to get help with her powers. And he's like, "Hold up, does the story have any nudity?" Yeah.
3: <laughs> She's like, "What? No." Gross. It's
2: like gross. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's just kind of the things, and it
2: just shows you Owen. He's yeah, not, yeah, he's not your hero. He's just yeah. you know,
1: I'm cursed. I have to do this.
2: Yeah. You're not gonna talk about nudity?
1: I don't care. <laughs> yeah, he's always very reluctant, <laughs> Um, <laughs> but. He knows he, he has to, or he's going to basically spend eternity in hell. Uh, and so we find out also later that he is basically now he's, a, he's immortal and he's not, he not, not, uh, not quite alive. Not yeah, quite she dead. says that Yeah,
2: when she looks at him, she goes, it's weird. Cause when I look at you, you're not dead, but you're not alive.
1: Right. So, but yeah, so he's basically now he's either eternity or hell, or now he's has an eternity on like in Earth. between. But yeah, that's also I, a yeah.
2: phrase that could be kind of, you know, deep as well, if you look at it a different way, you know, where, you know, just your spirit, the way you act, you're not, you're not really alive. You're just walking the earth. You don't have any purpose and the purpose you do have is forced upon you. Uh, so you could take that comment either other way. But, but it, I think, I think it's more towards the fact that the witches said you know, that you're immortal and that you will walk the earth forever. Doing good. Doing good, yeah. yeah.
0: What I liked about this book was the part where they're fighting the bad guys in the cave, and he's close to dying. Soren is absorbing bad power. Right?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. So, basically, she's yeah. the whoever the... Um, what was the bad... They have a name, the bad guy.
3: Oh, oh I don't remember. Person.
2: He's the, the... Yeah, the... The, guy. the leader. Generic yeah. generic evil guy. Right.
0: Yeah. When she absorbs the black magic, he uh the axe tells him that the only way to um to stop it is to kill her. But he said that though he's not gonna kill her because she's had way too many people in her life betray her, mm-hmm. like her mom and everybody she's trusted. So he doesn't want to betray her and he found a different way yeah. to get to help her so yeah i really liked that part. that, that was
2: a really big character growth thing because mm-hmm. he owen on his own said you know i'm not letting this I'm not one go kill her. I'm not right. kill this one.
1: yeah so it shows he does have some feelings and some some morals where he he realizes that he doesn't uh she doesn't need to die even though the axes was telling her that the that's the only way so he found it yeah, he doesn't... found a different way
0: Mm-hmm. He kills the black magic.
1: Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So yeah, that's during the the really the final ba- battle. We said they corrupt. Yeah, corrupt Sorin. And Also, nope.
0: I felt like this book was really short. Yeah. Like, I thought it was really short because I'm like, I got to the climax really fast. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it was only three issues. So.
1: Yeah, it was it, it was, so, yeah, yeah, it was, was, like, it was short, more. but it was a lot going on. It was a lot of a lot of fun. Uh, packed into one short uh, book so
2: yeah and that was it a take
0: me an hour but
2: with the betrayal because yeah. one of the flashback scenes is her mom you mm-hmm. learn that
0: her Since mom she, betrays she, her yeah
2: you could see he can she can see death before it comes so she tries right. to convince her father not to go on the field right and they yeah they say so, her
0: mom declares her a witch and tries to kill her
1: right yeah and that's when Owen said uh, she's been betrayed her whole life and he's not going to kill her. And he's like I love the part where he's
2: <laughs> when they try to trick him and they take him over and he's like the the floating woman, naked woman and she's like come into my bosom. And he's like really? Uh, he says for fuck's sake, do you really think I wouldn't see through this? You think there's a world where I go to some heaven? <laughs> well, I can't find the quote, but basically uh, it was a quote where you see, again, his kind of growth. He even says, because I believe someone was saying that, I mean, how is that a bad curse? You're doing good. You're you know, getting rid of the immoral and helping out. And he's like, who am I to say what is immoral and a bad decision? Right. Uh, one man's you know, immoral thought might be just a normal man's everyday life. And who is it me? Who is it up to? Why is it up to me? To choose that they should die because what they've
1: done right yeah that's a good one
2: which i mean ironically coming from him who used to just fight drink and yeah fight love and fight and... i had to use the word love because you could see in those photos it was not love this was yeah yeah animal instincts i love the the one with the giant
3: <laughs> yeah
1: it's like <laughs> wow okay yeah that was that was cool. uh
2: the the final, uh, the bad guy and the final bat, was anything special? That, right. that, was, that was the only part of this book that was like, meh. Yeah, I, it, I did like the fact that they showed his moral compass when she gets turned over to the bad side and tells the axe, "I'm I'm not killing her. I'm gonna not let not betray this one," uh, since she's been betrayed by everyone, including her mother, her whole life. So I did like that part, but. The final battle and the final was this kind of yeah. I mean, it even ends with the, like a huge snake in a cave that she's like, it's bringing down the cave. Yeah, and they just
1: kill him. Yeah, I did like that. That's why that,
0: I thought it was too short because of that.
1: Right, I did like that like, that cloud, more action. the cloud serpent. Yeah, was a, around there, um, but nothing really happened. Yeah, that so. I wish they would have done. You know, it was just kind of like there's this big uh, cloud serpent around the building, but then yeah, they man. just walked up to it and, and walked to it. Yeah, killed it. it. Was yeah, that was Which,
2: it. Yeah, and that was it. I mean, the the writing in this whole book was just amazing. I mean, you can tell this guy is a novelist and has done other things, and this isn't just a like a pet project. And he just wrote. I mean, because we have read some things where yeah, the the story was, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. I mean, what was that one with the the oh, god, I can't even think of the name of the book anymore. But the witch or the witches,
0: witches, no,
2: not witches. No. That one was horrible. The too, dark but... room, the dark room, yes. The dark room, that writing was just horrible. Uh, but this writing was really uh, good, yeah. yeah. Um, I just wish he would have done more with the whole conflict and the climax, right? It just seemed to be like nothing spectacular about the villain, nothing spectacular about the group and what was going yeah. on, and then it just ended
1: right yeah and, uh, and this was um maybe this third more is in- introducing us to these characters yeah. a little bit more because I mean, we get a vampire next yeah so that's how it. Is. Mm-hmm. yeah the ending we see a vampire and then we see could be maybe it's dracula maybe you know yeah or something like that where we're gonna that's the next book is gonna be a you know have all the vampires and stuff which sounds sounds pretty cool um yeah but um any else so how about tasha yeah anything else you want to add good book (laughs) okay um yeah so we can talk about the art a little bit the Uh, art
3: yeah oh the art by nathan goodwin
1: yeah by good yeah i thought the art was was awesome like the way he drew the i mean the barbarian looked awesome like he looked pretty badass and i agree the, the axe looked really cool like how do you draw a sentient axe and like you know stuff like that it's like i liked the way he looked and it's like you said the details about like the skull on soren's face and things like that there's like oh yeah the a art really it
2: was it was very like dark and heavy colors right. i mean it was very like very dark uh, i really like i liked it not like you know not like too dark where you're like oh you know you know, can't tell what's going on yeah, <laughs> like, we should overlay splatters on this
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i think but, it, was a, to... it was a good job with the uh, every even the lettering when they because the act yeah. had its own lettering and font yeah. and everything and I, so i thought even that just from so we know who was talking so we know who he was talking yeah so i mean i think just all of it the the lettering to the coloring the the pencil work all of it was phenomenal
0: i liked the details of soren's tattoos
2: I, i'll i be honest with you i wasn't really i mean i saw him, but i wasn't really paying attention yeah to i didn't really
0: oh i was looking at all the different tattoos
2: oh cool I was wondering yes. if, because of the way this book goes, if they were going to hook up.
1: Yeah. But Not yet. Mean, we, still, still.
2: we still have a few a few, a few uh, volumes to go. So,
1: <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, Vald announced this year they're going to have a barbaric universe, what they're calling it. So what do you uh, mean right? by that? So they're going to have uh, volume two uh, of the trade comes out in May. They're currently coming out volume three in single issues. And then they're having a spinoff called Queen of Swords. And there's also a couple one shots, I think. So they're, it's just going to be in this whole universe mm-hmm. with these characters. I'm sure they'll introduce more characters, but it's going to be a whole barbaric universe they're, they're planning.
2: Oh, you know, I see what you mean. So yeah. we'll probably have characters introduced in the next volumes and mm-hmm. then they'll get little spinoffs, whether it be one-offs or their own series. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Whether Soren will have her own series or probably at some and. So, yeah, it seems like they're just going to build this, uh, a big whole arcing universe. So this should be good. If they they keep
2: the writers and the
1: artists, uh, I think they'll do it. If they... Well, the writer for, yeah, the same writer on the main series for sure. Right, if he he moves over
2: or at least find someone, if we get someone at the same caliber as him. Right. I mean, because, you know, that happens a lot with the universes is they have, you know, Morrissey will stay on for the barbaric series and then the other ones will get other writers. And sometimes... You know, like it just eh. yeah well
1: i mean that's one thing about i mean it being with vault comics and it being a, a, being an independent where you're not right. like marvel where you're not going to have a different writer every every right. uh, a, a, every, every storyline uh, every story every, <laughs> every, every different storyline every, yeah, every arc after five or six yeah. issues you get a new writer a new, and everything and you know, like you know the marvel and dc are known kind of known for that
2: which which does bother me a lot of times because you know they're they want to do their own thing mm-hmm. so they'll like just retcon what you just read or right whatever. Undo everything you just read, or you know, you've had, especially with Spider-Man, you had twenty writers keeping him now with his own company and has money and he's an in industry. And one writer comes in and goes, "It's all gone. We're gonna get rid of it." All. Yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah, so this is created by Michael Morrissey and a creator-owned project, right? right. So yeah. Whether it's just Morrissey or if it's him and Good and doing it, you know, it's there it's their projects their baby, yeah. you know so it's not well, I'm, I'm
2: pretty sure it's probably yeah. both of them together I mean, yeah even though it does say co-created i mean yeah. the fact that he's the uh nathan's the co-creator vault
1: yeah and right. so
2: you know it's most likely a little collaboration between the both of them
1: right so yeah that's the thing that you would if, if they do have anybody else writing and drawing these uh tie-ins or any of the other issues then You'd think they would pick someone of the same, as the same I mean, Kim caliber, right? The same caliber as the same, you know. Because I mean, it doesn't necessarily same-
2: have to be the same. right? Because that, I mean, right. that's the whole thing with like DC and Marvel. Even mm-hmm. issues like the art's different, the storylines are different, but at least they follow the same oomph. Mm-hmm. I, like spinoffs. Spinoffs don't have to be, everyone has to be the, bar- the barbaric. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they could be having their own different storylines. They could be more of a uh, more lighter storyline where it's more humor and yeah, more good things so you're gonna want brighter colors and you know, yeah definitely. because i mean this one really makes the world look like it's in an apocalypse because every time you see it the sky looks red yeah and it just looks very doomed but you don't know the world a whole world like that we're just seeing it through the barbarian's eyes True. so you know with his curse to him everything is doom yeah but we could have some spin-off characters that you know are more lighthearted you know they're all just to help people so you're going to see more sunshine and you know more happier things children
1: children <laughs> yeah maybe we'll see we'll have to you know so yeah i'm looking forward the, to it. when the next one comes out we'll have to get that one on our on here and um yeah, definitely want to want to keep reading everything that's coming out because this is a this is definitely a worth worth reading. Yeah, I agree. Final thoughts, Tasha.
0: Good book. Um, art was good. Storyline was good. Um, I really enjoyed this con this graphic novel, and it was really easy to read too.
2: Now, was it too graphic for you?
0: No
1: okay
0: we've read some question books on this podcast please <laughs> i
2: agree i don't think this is any worse than any of the other ones we've read i mean this one was just more graphic violence well it, and, yeah because
1: it had everything in there it, it, yeah, had, they, it had the violence it had the language it had sex I and nudity mean, it had right you know the
2: this is more of like that, just letting her watch rated our movie where some of the books we've read have been like psychological and yeah yeah you know, dealing with mental issues the book that sure
0: freaked me out the most was upgrade soul
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah see
1: yeah,
0: it was potato people. Yeah. scared me. Yeah. yeah,
3: right.
1: So yeah, so, I, mean, I mean, and this book i mean, it's it's, based, it's tame compared it's to what it came, and it and it's based in humor. Like it's supposed to be. It's not. You're not. It's, you're not. It's not Conan taking. You're not taking it too seriously. It's sort of satire. You know. But well, a lot one of, but thing, a lot thing I of
2: did appreciate that was the you know the part about the the making love the fucking yeah it, it wasn't drawn or indicated that it was by force. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, you know, him having sex. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, because he is a barbarian and he was a wasn't the best of the barbarians, still was isn't the best barbarian. So they could have gone that way, which you no know, have been like Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. No, it was all done perfectly, yeah. I think. Just yep. The depictions of everything was was spot on. So Yep. Um, no, I agree. What about uh you have any people you want to recommend this to, Tasha?
2: Tasha? No. No, no. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I will yeah. say, and I, when I get to my final thoughts on that, I, I, I would not recommend this for anyone, my daughter's age, <laughs> right?
3: I mean, it's basically yeah, I, I mean, would treat this
1: like a rated R movie,
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it's and,
3: definitely
1: rated M for mature, or, yeah. you know, mature reader. I know, thank you. So, so, yeah, just know that, yeah, it's for adults or you know, uh, uh, older high school to adult, think, yeah. yeah. If you're okay with your kids seeing rated R movie, then that's yeah. probably fine.
2: Yeah. All right. we, have a, we have a lot of friends that let their kids see rated R movies before they're like 12. All right, so for my final thoughts, this was a huge surprise. I, I went into this book thinking it was going to be just another, like I said, Conan ripoff. And it turned out to be a great story. Uh, the writing was novel quality. The characters were not just flat 2D characters that, you know, you've seen in every book. Uh, and they weren't your typical, you know, good doer, sidekick, comic relief, you know, they were they stayed one character the whole time, which I did think through it that Owen was going to stay the whole, the same character the whole time. I mean, because he was very clear that he didn't want to do this. Right. Uh, and he was very open about, I don't care. And you're lucky I have this curse. I would probably just kill them all, things like that. But he did grow. I mean, the fact with Soren. And that he refused to just kill her, that he wasn't gonna betray her, that you can tell he feels, even though he's uh, Owen's way of feeling for anybody, but he still, I think he likes her. Yeah. Uh, And the axe, I mean, I'm really curious to find out what the axe was before, because like you said, there was a scene where he's like, she's like, how do you know so much about this religion thing? And they're like, well, before I was an axe, shut it. Yeah yeah uh, yeah so i'm looking
0: go ahead there's one thing i forgot to point out is when you saw if you didn't see the axe in any of the in a photo on a panel and it was the axe was talking it was actually a picture of the axe and the text bubble
2: oh i never noticed that in the what? did you guys not notice so that? what he's saying what she's saying is um, if, the te- if the axe had lines but wasn't in the panel the the speech bubble was in the shape of the axe. oh yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: i saw that too yeah so that's how you know who's speaking so they make it in Mm -hmm. the end it it has a certain color and it's in the shape of the axe so when it it goes to the following page and he's still dialoguing you know it's in the axe that's another going into the how the the lettering in this was was awesome because you could even the little things like that that, Mm -hmm. that was in there so yeah that's a good point tasha (laughs) <laughs> in the line
2: he's like hey can we stop killing women yeah
1: and like at towards the end when she's um uh, they're talking the barbarian and and soren are talking and it acts like young people am i right because <laughs> <laughs> obviously because we, we don't know how long uh the barbarian how old he is or how right. long he's been cursed because yet. that was just a
2: flashback so yeah. we don't know how long he could been wandering be There could
1: have been hundreds of years he's been doing right. this we don't know yet
2: because the no. acts makes reference to things that, that we like the, the, the Lizard book. King. What'd they say? What'd they say?
0: No, never mind. I'm at the wrong part. Okay. All
2: right. Um, so, recommendations. I would recommend this for adults who like this genre. Yeah. I mean, even though it's a great storyline and the writing is amazing, you have to be into this genre to like it. Sure. I mean, if you're not into, like, your barbarian Conan-type comics, you're probably not going to pay not like this one. Though.
1: Yeah, I uh, agree.
2: It's not for everyone. I mean, it was well-written, well-drawn, uh, amazing story, except for the very end with the bad guy in the conflict. But that's, I'll overlook that for the other part of the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great book. It's an amazing book. I highly recommend this. But to someone who likes the genre, yeah. Because you know, someone who's into you know more superhero or dramatic love books. I'm not gonna like
1: this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I think like when I was explaining this to you, I it kind of was like this is uh Conan if he was Nathan Sexcastle from that. So it's kind of like the that kind of like fun like satire um kind of thing. But it it's it their own individual characters as well. Yeah, and I agree that. I like the characterization of Owen and how you saw him, him, his character arc and how he, you know, how he had some development, and then and also the backstory of Soren. So I'm hoping in the in the next volumes we see more about the axe uh, and more and more backstory from the from Owen. Um, So I liked it from from the very beginning Uh, as soon as I heard about. This this book and about how there was an axe and he's gets drunk on the blood. I was like, I'm in. I I want to read this. Um, Talking axe, that gets drunk. Talking axe, I'm there. I'm there. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's it's great from start to finish. I think there is that you know that point at the end where it's not the greatest villain to be, but I think more this was more about our main characters and and learning about them and, yep. but yeah, the, art, the art's fantastic the lettering um just I didn't I don't have any complaints about this book really uh but yeah it's not for everybody uh, I wouldn't recommend this to younger kids you know older uh, high school to to adults and if you like the genre if you like that if you like that um the, this genre it's definitely worth it worth the read so I think every everyone go out and get barbaric yep Highly. Yeah, I mean, uh, unfortunately,
2: right now it's not available on Hoopla. Yeah. Uh, it's not really available for digital reading. Right. So you actually, right now, have to buy the book. But I did see coming. Volume two is coming. Yeah. So I think they're going to put volume one on digital. Right. Yeah. Uh, once they put it on digital, Hoopla might pick it up and yeah. it might be available. But right now, it's still only available for physical read. Yep. Or bad sites that will give you viruses if you go to them. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, so yeah, the vol- volume 2 comes out if you're into uh getting the the trades or the collected editions in May and the single issues of volume 3 are being um, put out right now. So uh, there's definitely stuff out there to to read. Hopefully it will become um, more digitally available coming up like you said. So thanks. Nice. That was that was Barbaric by Vault Comics written by Michael uh Morrissey and art by nathan gooden our next
2: book is going to be hey kiddo uh it's actually technically a team book but it's more of a a dramatic team book um it's another one of those that i've been picking where it's more of like a autobiography uh this one is a, a powerful and unforgettable graphic memoir of jared Kralaska, uh about growing up with a drug addicted mom a missing father and two opinionated grandparents so So, all right uh, that's what we'll be
1: reading next i don't think it's very long but yeah so maybe anybody who wants to read it uh, with us and we you know and we will talk about it next week yep
3: good Uh, awesome
1: uh, all right so before we wrap up we actually have a a bonus book to talk about so the we're gonna do a, a little creator spotlight here the um the nice guys over at uh Loudmouths Crew were nice enough to send us a copy of their comic. Uh, it's called Dreamlands: Lives and Epics, Number One. It is available. It was available on Kickstarter, and it looks like uh, the next issue is now available uh, to be backed on Kickstarter. So, Dreamlands: We meet a nameless archivist and wizard, uh, is the sole survivor of a catastrophe event that tainted magic. His life's work revolves around gathering and document every detail in his book he meticulously records the tales of the deceased and chronicles the final moments of the catastrophe when all these stone when all these stories unite for the first time a miraculous event unfolds so that's any thoughts about the book
2: since this is their you know first edition i want you guys to read it so i'm not going to ruin the storyline and everything about you yeah uh, this is their first issue uh it's mostly like an introduction to our characters which is you know what most first issues are there are some really cool panels uh with the art uh, yeah. very visually stunning yes well i'm looking forward to seeing what else they do with this story uh i'm trying not to give away but you know, okay. the first issue is about our wanderer you get a little bit of his back history uh and you find out how what he's collecting and the story i mean he's basically our librarian
1: <laughs> right uh, he is collecting history stories chronicling uh, it yeah you get right. like uh, stories about dwarves and giants and a lot of yep. other uh, i was to say it, it was
2: sort of like if you're the dungeon master mm-hmm. collecting stories it's what it, and you he gets you get to meet some uh like you said mythical characters in it and it's very set in like an almost uh, uh, apocalyptic D world. Yeah. That's that's, yep. Um yep. and so go out. They're on Kickstarter right now. Uh they're working or I think it's available now. Their second issue. To be backed, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so support them. And uh I I see good things with uh, Stelio, Stelios. Yeah, what so, so
1: it's uh we have, they're calling call themselves the loud mouse crew and mm-hmm. we have Stelios and Thanos are are the right there. Amazing Uh,
2: names to put on a comic book to begin with. Yeah. Thanos. So nice job guys. Uh, Yeah. Awesome. Hoping to, hoping to see more from you
1: guys. Yeah, Awesome work. And thanks again for sending that to us. That's dreamlands, dreamlands, lives and epics. Check them out on Kickstarter. Uh, If you have any questions, comments,
2: concerns, you can always reach us at Uh, a book recommendations as well oh yeah and book recommendations yeah we always accept book recommendations
1: yeah so you can read us reach us on instagram at hardcover underscore hideout and our email is hardcover hideout at gmail.com excellent all right all right so that was our discussion on barbaric thanks everyone for joining us and happy reading happy reading
0: happy reading